Support for this podcast comes from WeWork. Today takes new ways of working, new measures toward health and safety, flexible terms to scale up and down, convenient spaces designed for focus and collaboration. It takes WeWork to take your business where you want it to go. WeWork. That's how tomorrow works. Visit wework.com slash tomorrow. Often imitated, never duplicated. The one and only B. Scott. You're listening to The B. Scott Show. Get ready, love muffins. <laughs> Your love is as ever. Even in the shadows. Baby, kiss me. Before they turn the lights out. I'm here because I love Kobe. And this was one of his favorite songs. So I want to start that over, but I want us to do it all together. And I want you to sing it so loud they hear your love. Are y'all ready? Love you. Your love is bright as ever. Even in the shadows, baby, kiss me, baby, kiss me before they turn the lights out. Before they turn the lights out, your heart is glowing, and I'm laughing into you. Yes, yes, yes. That was Beyonce performing today at the memorial service for Kobe Bryant and Gigi and um, the others that passed away as well. It was very um, beautiful, touching moment yeah. for Beyonce. Uh, I could very, I could definitely tell that she was emotional, like everyone else that mm-hmm. was there and watching. Um, she did EXO and she did Halo, mm-hmm. and um, I thought it was really sweet. Yeah, that's the only part that I could really watch before I got really sad. I yeah. had to turn it off. I watched I watched Beyonce, and then I watched when Vanessa got up and spoke, and I just felt like she is a very, very strong person because they would have to have, like, willed me off the stage. Okay. I would have fell out, rolled around. <laughs> I would have, like, I, did, I would have done a tuck and roll. Um, she talked about, I think she started with her daughter and was just talking about, you know, how special she was. And then she went into Kobe Mm -hmm. and it was just super touching, super emotional. Um, I did also see that Christina Aguilera performed. I did see a clip of that. Um, and, you know, various different people spoke, um, you know, Michael Jordan and Shaq and, you know, different people that were in their lives and, Super duper touching. Um, I I do feel like it's been going on for quite some time now. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was such a beautiful way to um, give everyone closure. Mm -hmm. And um, it was, and it wasn't too long. You know, I I was expecting it to be like, you know. um, Like Aretha's. Aretha's was going on for. All day. All day. It was like a 24 hour. (laughs) It was a situation. Yeah. So it was really, it was really um, touching well, and I moving. They have a game tonight at the arena, so they had to like get in and get out. Oh, okay. I think. 
Maybe. I'm sure. I mean, the you know, the show must go on, as they say. Um, I did also see that we ran a story about Beyonce banning photos of her mm-hmm. um, during this time. And um, people had a lot to say on our Facebook and on our Twitter. Um, basically, basically saying like, you know, damned if you do, damned if you don't. And Beyonce probably didn't want pictures so, so it wouldn't take away from the ceremony. Yeah, plus she probably didn't know if she was going to be crying or emotional. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you never know. And it was the one photo of her that did somehow make it out was when she was basically she was consoling Vanessa and it was super touching. Mm-hmm. It was just I, I definitely can tell that she was deeply affected by it. Any of us would be, and especially um, for her as a mother, she right. can only imagine how it would feel to lose one of her children mm-hmm. and her husband at the same time. Especially considering that they do traveling copters all the time. Yep. Indeed. And then also Vanessa today, um, she filed a lawsuit against the helicopter company that um, was responsible responsible, and the pilot and the pilot. She's suing him as well. Yeah, he's, he's named in the suit also. Wow. Because um, it came out not too long ago. We ran a story and people once again had a lot to say about it. And like, it's, you know, why are you trying to blame him? Bob? Because there is some blame there. Absolutely. Um, in 2015, he was reprimanded for doing the exact same thing. Flying in foggy conditions. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally rode up and had to do like some training and, you know, some type of, he was, he was reprimanded. Mm-hmm. It was like a full blown thing. You were not supposed to be flying in these conditions at all. At all. And he did the same thing again in the Kobe situation. And then it's like, you know, the plane was going like 185 miles mm-hmm. an hour <sighs> and had no clearance to be flying at that time. You know, every all the other helicopters in the area had been grounded. And for some reason, he felt as though he could take off. And, you know, I, I think that that's important. I feel like it's important for Vanessa to do that because you want to make sure that this doesn't happen again. Absolutely. So it's it's not even like for her. I know it's not about the money because she's already rich. I mean, the, Kobe was super duper rich. But this was just, I think this is more so just making sure that this doesn't happen to another family and that the lesson has been learned. I I wouldn't be surprised if there's some type of, at some point, some legislation or something that would come about um, in regards to helicopters when they can fly under what conditions. Um, You know, I would hope so. Unless you get a pilot who's going to ignore the conditions again. Mm -hmm. You know. And there's so much going on with the election situation. I don't even know where to start. It's like lions and tigers and bears. Oh, my. I'm completely overwhelmed. So basically, you know, Bernie Sanders is the front runner at this point in the Democratic nomination Mm -hmm. um, process. Um, He just won Nevada and Biden was number two. And um, I think that's how you say his name. Buttigieg. I call him Booty Peg. (laughs) Booty Peg. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it's Buttigieg. Um, You know, he was in third position and... It was interesting because I feel like the powers that be, the powers that be right now um, on Twitter, like a lot of black Twitter are like going the Warren route. Mm-hmm. And Warren was nowhere near, like it was like, well, she's like fourth. Like she's been in every primary, she's been like fourth. I do really like Warren. Yeah. I mean, not like I really do. I do like her, but I'm saying, but she's just she's not, not gonna be the she's one. not the factor. Yeah. It's like, you know, I, I like a lot of things, you know, <laughs> but I mean, like, I mean, the f- three races, you know, she is not in the top. In the conversation. Yeah. In the conversation at all. And I really do feel at this point it is Bernie Sanders race to lose. 
And um, recently, the Bloomberg campaign reached out to us to um, to work with them in some in some regard. Mm. And I made it very clear that I was not going to be endorsing him or endorsing anyone um, this time around um, because I personally do not feel strongly about any of them. And I will, however, vote for whoever gets the Democratic nomination. That's kind of where I am, too, honestly. Um, and specifically for Bloomberg, when they reached out to me, I made sure that they understood my reasoning behind what I was saying. Like, you know, I, I think it was a combination of them maybe wanting to buy like a one-minute spot on the podcast, maybe do something with the website. Um, but I made it clear that what I would do would be to encourage people to educate themselves as to who he is. Mm. And... You know, you can't, just because you're running for president does not undo all the things you did that was detrimental to the black community. Oh, not at all. And also the harmful things that he said about transgender people. Mm -hmm. And so I would have, if I were to have had that uh, or him run a spot on the, on the um, podcast, I, it would, or it probably wouldn't even been a normal spot. It would be me having discussion like I am right now mm -hmm. and then encouraging people to go to the site to read a opt-ed about his transgressions against the black community, as well as the things that he said about the transgender community. Um, read about that, hear him out in terms of his apologies in regards to those things. I'm not sure that he apologized for um, his remarks on transgender people yet. No, I know his campaign put out like some statement, but I don't think mm. he's actually. So it would it would have been that, and then we would have included something about his path forward, um, because he's he's unveiled he's rolled out all these different plans to help the black community and this and that and the other, um, but it definitely wouldn't have been an endorsement. This is not that, <laughs> um, <laughs> because I was you know on Twitter, it's Twitter's an interesting place. Like people really do observe how what I tweet, how I tweet. Um, what I retweet, mm -hmm. um, and they feel like they can draw certain conclusions. Right. And that is not the case. Just because I retweet something does not mean that that's exactly how I feel about something. I just think that what we're seeing in terms of Bloomberg is like, we've never seen this amount of money being spent in a nomination process, mm. in a presidential election. He mean, I think he's already up to over $350 million. Which is crazy. That he spent. It's crazy. Um, all I said on Twitter was, I just think that the other Democratic candidates would, um, it would be benefit beneficial for them to, to really pay attention to how he does his ads, because I like his ads. Mm -hmm. He's taking it to Trump. And I also believe that the Black community, um, from what I have been seeing and reading in the polls and things, um, the number one factor for us is someone that can beat Trump. And so that's the reason why I believe right now that Biden is kind of faltering because his electability mm. has been been shaken. shattered. It's been shaken. It's yeah. kind of shattered and shaken. Um, and so the, that's why he's losing the black vote is because he's he's no longer look, looked at as the front run, runner of and the one that's most likely to beat Trump. Because I just saw a recent poll it was Biden used to have a 20 point lead in South Carolina. Now that's down to five points. Like Sanders is, is within five points of him in South Carolina. So if Sanders wins South Carolina, it's a wrap. Mm. And, and I don't, I mean, cause it's, and it's weird. Cause now I'm hearing all the stuff about things that Sanders has done and said and the Cuba stuff. Mm -hmm. And then it was some weird stuff about some sexual things. <laughs> Did you Ooh, see that? Yeah. I saw it today. Some type of something. <laughs> I said, Oh, 
<laughs> I said, wait a minute. I mean, everybody's going to kind of have their shit at this point. It's literally, so. that's what I'm saying. Like, literally like, shit. May the best person win because we just got to get Trump out of there. Yeah. And I just, I just, I just don't know. It's just so much coming on a daily basis. Just like, I'm just like, Jesus, <laughs> please help me keep my sanity. Please help me just keep it moving. Um, and then oftentimes, I I just had a conversation last night at dinner. I was like, you know, I have to ask myself recently, what am I fighting for? Mm. Specifically me. Right. <laughs> Outside of what other people think I should be concerned with. What am I as a human being, as a platform, as all these things... Um, what am I fighting for? And I and 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 a part of it is like I'm not quite sure. And also, what am I fighting for? And who's going to really fight for me? All these candidates over the years always talk about what they're going to do for the black community. Always going to say, always talk about what they're going to do for the LGBTQ plus community, and none of that shit happens. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's just like I, I, I just don't I don't get it. Me neither. So, I mean, I'm like, a part of me is like, should I even really give a shit? That's kind of where I was, you know, with the last yeah. go around. But I feel like I can't afford to not give a shit this go around because it's, everything is so fucked up. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to give a shit to vote. I always vote. Yeah. I've always done that. But I'm saying, but this time more than ever, I am not passionate about near one of them. Yeah. None of them. I mean, I see their agendas. I see what it is. I see, you know, people just rolling out plans on top of plans on top of the other plan. And <laughs> these plans are great. And the crazy thing about these plans is that if you do not have any bipartisanship, then none of these plans are going to go through. Ding, ding, ding. So you can have all the plans you want in the world, but if you done ran a campaign and, and ran a general election where it's polarized people to such a point that you're not going to get one Republican on your side when it comes time to vote for things in the House and the Senate, it's not going to go through. Mm -mm. So I just like, it's just a lot. It's a lot going on. And, and, I, and, I, and I do like Warren, but I just, I feel like it's a lost cause. Yeah. It's almost too good to be true. Yeah, it's a lost cause. It's not. It's not happening. It's literally not <laughs> happening. And then you see people on Twitter like they will badger you. Oh, they will. And and for everybody, talk shit and do all this stuff. And it's like, I, the more I see that, the more I see people becoming disenchanted and disenfranchised. That's gross. And turning people off. Yeah. Just because you support a certain candidate does not mean that you need to be attacking anybody else. That's one of the biggest things that I hate about Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders? Oh, is that the, the, the Bernie bros are just like the damn Trump they're supporters. Terrible. I can't tell who's who's what. And I'm not, I mean, and I'm I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I'm just not excited about that type of presidency. I don't I don't want anything remotely similar to Trump. And also the fact that Bernie is like so dismissive of things like his health records. Okay. He's a 78-year-old that just had a heart attack. Oh. And hey. he said that he would release the medical records by the time the first voting started. Mm. Ain't seen it. And that was in Iowa. So we are already on the third state that's voting and he has not released it and he said recently in an interview or something he's not going to release it. No more. They feel like they've provided enough. It's it. Yeah. I mean and, and to be honest that is a question that you would ask. A 78 year old who just had a heart attack you, you would need to know about his health to know if he's even remotely um, capable of fulfilling the task that's at hand. And the reason why they don't want you to see it is because there's something He's in there. Probably not. Right. Just like Trump's tax returns. So I'm saying, like, there are similarities between Bernie Sanders and Trump. Oh, for sure. 
They're politicians. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, I just don't like that. I, I don't like that. And the person, I do believe that Elizabeth Warren has been super transparent. Mm -hmm. She got no choice. But she ain't nowhere near. It's like, <laughs> it's like, if that ain't doesn't represent, you know, 2019 and 2020, it's just like the things that make sense. Just don't. Just don't. And the things that you, it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's completely frustrating, this whole situation. And it seems like 2020 is just not letting up. The woman from um, the the astronaut, the lady that Catherine Johnson, yeah, she the mathematician, it's hidden figures, yeah, hidden figures, and she didn't passed away. Like it's like people are just getting up out of here. Yeah, and she also, was one hundred and one though. Like her days were numbered. Yeah, they were but, numbered when the movie came out. And it's crazy to think about like one hundred and one, but our presidential kind candidates are like seventy eight, seventy seven. They like right there. I know, I know. I know. So at the end, if at the end of a hypothetical Bernie Sanders term, he would be eighty-two. I feel like there should be an age limit. You know, you have to be a certain age to get into it, and I think mm. you have to be a certain age to kind of stay out of it. If you think about, if you think about it, it should be. If anyway. you think about all of it realistically, all of the politicians that we are currently talking about in twenty years are not going to be here. No, they are going to be gone to glory. But making decisions that will affect the people who are right. It's it's, it's mind blowing. And, I, and that's the thing, too. It's mm. like, I mean, like, if I was damn near fucking 80 years old, like, if, if my, of all things I would want to do, would I be trying to be president? To run a country? I was like, I just don't get it. Like, what are they going to do? Like, are they going to use the presidency to, to, to get some, like, they want, is it the point that they don't want to be forgotten? They just want to, if I become like president, ego? I'm in the books. Like, I'm I'm one of the few people that were elected. To, you know, it's like, what is the, the I incentive? Know. I don't know. Interesting. I don't know. And then you have all this ratchet stuff that's going on. <laughs> it's like, and we didn't cover this on the site. Um, all of the the Alexis Sky and the Ari stuff, oh. and then then the baby mama of the baby, right? The baby baby mama, baby baby mama, and then it was like all these different people were into got into it. It's too much. And then Alex Alexis was basically saying she paved the way. Girl. And then I saw something like Melissa was like two days after the big, you know, confrontation mm -hmm. or whatever. Melissa Ford came in and said she paved the way. Well. Right. And I, I'm saying, but that was like a day late and a dollar <laughs> short. Well, checks out. But also. it was just like, it's just like <laughs> our youth <laughs> are over here focused on dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> we, they over there. Not just the youth. These people are adults. They're grown. Right. But, but the people who are really feeling it is the young people paying attention to these adults. Yeah. And and then these adults, these women are jumping from this, like, there's basically these men are switching these women out. Mm -hmm. And that's what they were basically saying. You know, Lexus was saying, Ari was saying, this one's saying, but they, she, Lexus was like, I already had your man. Da, 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 I can get him back. And da, da, da. Like, she done had all these men. Like, it seemed like she was having <laughs> conversations about this going in right. on these other women. And they were going in on them. And then they started talking about her baby who has disabilities. Mm -hmm. <sighs> I was like, wow. Mm. I didn't even know. I didn't know even where to begin with that. I mean, I'm sure a certain part of our audience, you know, would click on that and try to figure it out. But it was just too, it was, it would be, it would have been too time consuming for us to have went through all the back and forths. And why even give them that? Yeah. Why even give it to them? Yeah. They don't deserve it. They don't deserve it. They don't it. do anything. Well, I tell you, the shade room gave it to them. 
Well, it was like every other post. It was like at one point it was. And then she said, and then she said. See previous posts. (laughs) (laughs) See previous, previous, previous posts. Previous posts. Scroll about three or four pages back and And then you see the original. Right. Go. Okay. B. Smith passed away. She she passed away. She passed away of Alzheimer's. Mm. And I just remember, this is a personal story. I remember meeting her years ago. um, And it was before I was even B. Scott. Um, it was they had a, a B. Smith restaurant in Union Station in Washington, D.C. Okay. And I just remembered, you know, for a long time I walked, you know, past it and I just never went in there because I always felt like you had to be dressed up mm-hmm. and you had to be super, you know, on it. And like at that time, I just wasn't focused on that and I didn't have those type of clothes. But at one point I did specifically go and bought an outfit so I could go to B. Smith's restaurant in Union Station. And wouldn't you know it, the day that I went, she was there. Oh, snap. Isn't mean, that crazy? That's crazy. And I met her, and she was super sweet. It wasn't like a, a long mm-hmm. interaction. Um, but I met her. I introduced myself, super nervous. But she was so classy, so beautiful. Her smile just literally lit up the whole room. And I just remember thinking to myself, wow, a person like her, who's so gorgeous and so, you know, obviously a woman of color mm-hmm. can have all these amazing things and do and have restaurants. And like, and at that time, you know, in that area, you know, that was a very, you know, it's mm-hmm. like right there in Capitol Hill. And it's like, you know, it's like in the middle of all these white people, <laughs> she has this restaurant and the food was delicious. Oh, that's a beautiful story. Um, so I just remember that. And it's so sad to see that she had passed away. And I know that a lot of people were, um, they had a lot to say about her husband. Yeah. Who had apparently moved in a white woman. Yeah. Um, in the house while he was taking care of her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I didn't, I haven't researched too much into that. But to me, it's, it's, it just, it sounded like a bit much. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I read it. It was certainly distasteful. And definitely something to, uh, you know, people get to, People get taken advantage of, especially when they're in their old age and they have mm-hmm. Alzheimer's and they have money. So it was just a really just nasty situation. And it's interesting, too. And I wonder where the child is at. Because they do have a child, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Um, the husband and B. B Smith. Because mm-hmm. um, I think I was reading, I was reading somewhere, it was as, you know, he, you know, he, they made a statement, my beloved B. Smith, on behalf of, you know, my, I think it's a daughter. Is it a daughter? Um from what I read, it's not, it's, it, they made a statement. I wonder what the child's perspective is on that situation. Oh, so she does not have any biological children, but she does have a stepdaughter from Dan's previous marriage. Oh, okay. So, and then his statement included her. Correct. So, I mean, she I, was on her daddy's side. Okay. So yeah. that's different. Yeah. Because I was wonder, I would wonder, you know, what if she had had a child and that was a child. I didn't know it was on just on his side. Mm-hmm. Um, what their perspective would be. Because I mean, that's to me, even if, you know, because Alzheimer's, you're, you, you are robbed of your memories. You are kind of like, kind of not really here. Right. But there are moments where people can be... Completely lucid. You're right, completely present. And in those moments, I don't, I wouldn't want to have another woman in my house. Okay. <laughs> and a house that I and my empire had built is just a bit much. I would agree. Just a bit much. So, I mean, those comments that people were leaving, I think, are definitely justified. And the audacity of people. 
It's just a, it's just a lot. And I'm just, you know, I'm happy that she's now in a better place. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like a lot of people have been passing away. And the woman, did we talk about last episode, the woman from Good Times? No, nope, that was new. She she passed away as well. Um, and I just remember watching Good Times and the entrance she would make. Every mm-hmm. episode, you would be waiting for her to make her entrance. <laughs> it's like, and the hair was always a different style, a whole different moment. I just, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's just, this Black History Month, needs, we need to restart it. I think so. I think just you know, <laughs> hit the button. We got we got to restart it. We just the year not not just Black History Month the whole year just like throw it away just just throw it out just take it ball it up put it in the trash can and let's start again. And the other day I was writing this like two and uh, what was it two twenty twenty I was like this is a lot going on a lot of twos and mm-hmm. I was like what does this mean It's like am I writing something that means something like you know I don't know. <laughs> and the stars or some shit. You know, it was weird. Oh, yeah. And I couldn't quite get it out. I was just writing a whole bunch of twos. And oh, I... two, 20, 20, <laughs> 22, two, two, 20, 20, 20. Oh, and then we have a whole bunch of people saying stupid shit um, in regards to um, Zaya Wade. Mm-hmm. Still. And first it was, what's his name? Bootsy Badass? Mm-hmm. So Bootsy, Bootsy Badass. Anybody with a name Bootsy? Formerly Lil Bootsy. Formerly Lil Bootsy. Now it's Bootsy Badass. Bootsy Badass had a lot to say about um, Zaya and the fact that, you know, she, at the age of three, knew that she... Was a girl. Was a she. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, oh, that's too soon. You don't know, blah, 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 blah. <sighs> All I got to say is that that's the whole point. And I've said this before and I'll say it again. It's called identity for a reason. It's because how I identify myself. Mm-hmm. And you can identify yourself at three years old. If I mean, that's true. If you can have memories of if you being three-year-old and all the stuff, like I just remember feeling like I was different very early on. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a specific age, right. but I think they said... You know, they attributed that three-year-old, three um, you know, age to Zaya because that's when Zaya probably said something to them right. or exhibited certain things or, you know what I mean? Like, I don't see why anybody in relation to that would make it up if that's not the case. Or why anybody else would even care. Yeah, because, number one, it's not your child. Hello. Okay. So that happened. And then the uh, the girl from I had just gave her a shout out the episode before. Look we at did. my body, look at my body. Don't I look sick? Soraya, right? Is her yep. name? Soraya. Um, she was basically trying to make it seem like they were Zaya is making a decision to do um gender affirmation affirmation surgery, surgery and no one mentioned that. No nobody one had, said anything. Nobody about said that. anything about that. And and that's, Soraya, that's what she's addressing. Right. Soraya's whole point was like, she feels like it's too soon. But why is it any of your too soon business? I don't know. I do not know. So, and furthermore, it's like, what is wrong with uh, Dwayne and Gabrielle supporting Zaya now mm-hmm. as she feels this way? Mm-hmm. And say, hypothetically speaking, in five years, she feels a different way. Why can't they then support her then? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and why I, is everything so definitive? And I also think that people are confused as to just because you say that you, you know, or because you say that you want to go by, um, you identify as a, a woman mm-hmm. and wants to be, you know, want to have, um, go by female pronouns, does not necessarily mean that you then in um, quick succession 
have to go and do gender affirmation surgery. Or even want to. And want to or ever have to do it. Okay? So that means two different things going mm-hmm. on here. You know, and, and and that's what people are not getting. Like, I feel like, for me, I can only speak for myself. How I feel about my gender is a part of a spiritual. Mm-hmm. It's my spiritual being. And I'm gender non-conforming. I do use male pronouns, but I also feel somewhere in between. And that may be confusing for people, but it's also, I just like, I don't really like labels either. And that's a personal thing for me. Yeah. You know, I don't like people putting these labels on me. And some people really love their labels. Yeah. And they hold them very dearly. Yeah. And then other people tell me what labels I should be. Right. You know, people were telling me that. They were like, why haven't you transitioned? You make such a beautiful woman. I was like, okay, because I don't want to transition. (laughs) (laughs) Have you thought about that? Okay. You know what I mean? Like, stop trying to tell me and others what to do with our bodies. I don't tell them what to eat. Yeah. Here's today's STEM tip. Don't throw out that old plastic bottle. Repurpose it by turning it into an awesome terrarium. Just fill it with sand, pebbles, soil, and your favorite plant. It'll grow sealed right in its own ecosystem. Learn more at She Can STEM. A message from the Ad Council. Support for this podcast comes from CDWNHP. At CDW, we get that an unsecured laptop can put your company's data at risk, making you a little paranoid. I'm not paranoid. You're paranoid. CDW can implement a secure mobility solution using the HP EliteBook with Intel 8th Generation processors and SureView privacy to protect your screen from prying eyes. Did you follow me here? IT orchestration by CDW. People who get it. Find out more at cdw.com slash HP security. What was that? And I don't understand, like, it's always the people who nobody really cares about your opinion anyway, give an opinion. Boosty, badass, and, and then Sarai. You better be go somewhere and try to find yourself another hit show. Okay, you got eight episodes left. You got eight episodes left. These are the last episodes of your life. <laughs> <laughs> so you better make it count. Okay. I mean, and then chiming in, like, on on their Insta stories. as like That's what? what gets me. You can have your opinion, but why do you need to broadcast it to the world? Keep right. that shit to yourself. Right. You're not doing anything but inviting problems. As if somebody was... Basically, they get on Instagram and was like, I've been meaning to talk about this. <laughs> Who wanted this? I guarantee you nobody said, Soraya, what do you think? No. No one cares. <laughs> I just think if we... we It's just such a beautiful thing to see um, a beautiful black family supporting their children. Period. Period. Make sure that, you know, that that... Bootsy, whatever his name is, badass, was just on. We ran a story today and I sent mm, you the link. That's so nasty. A nasty story basically saying that he's going to teach his son how to his eat. His son's friend. Oh, his, his he, son's friend. He's going to teach his son's friend how to, you know, go down on a woman because his lips are nice and fluffy. Nice and fluffy. <laughs> I watched that video and I was mortified. That man is a child predator. I think he has some sexuality issues, issues and yeah. he needs to go away. It's it's a lot going on. It's a pervert. It's perverted. And then also seeing how he was doing all that Kappa stuff that he was doing and all of that. He's always talking about somebody's dick. Yeah. 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 Prison did a number on him. Or yeah. he did a number in prison. prison. I'm not quite sure which one. And still might be doing that number. I think so. Hopefully not with children. And you if don't you're know. At a teenager's talking about lips, how his how nice his lips are, and that they got a curl on them, and that like it was disgusting. It was it, that's, it was very. He was mm-hmm. he was definitely trying to tell us something, mm-hmm. and I don't want to hear that message. Whatever he was trying to tell, please return to sender. 
He's, he's one of the most unattractive men I've ever seen. Call the FBI. And why is it the most unattractive people be doing that angle on the phone that only exacerbates the fact that you're unattractive? <laughs> can you please get a better angle? Why does it have to be like the nostril, nostril angle? Yeah. I where know. I can see inside your nostril and the worst possible framing of your face. I will never know. Talking about he got some nice fluffy lips. Oh my goodness. So that is a child. Shocking. And I, I did read a comment. Um, actually, let me read it. It was a comment on my Twitter where someone had said that there was a, a recent case, not to say that this was about Bootsy Badass, but there was a recent case. <laughs> <laughs> this is his name, right? I know, it is. Okay. Um, <laughs> where she had said, let me read. Doom, 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 boom, 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 boom. Mm, it's always so much going on on my Twitter. <laughs> Oh, she said, I remember seeing a guy talk about how he was molested and it started with a man who was his best friend's dad telling him how he was going to show him how to handle girls because girls love dark-skinned guys. Not saying this is Bootsy, but it's weird as fuck. Um, don't do it. Well, Bootsy also said that he was going to get a grown woman to suck his 14-year-old son's dick to, like, make him a man or something like that. He said that, too. So he has a lot of weird shit going on in the Bootsy mm-hmm. Badass household. Yep. And CPS needs to make a visit. And also, like, there's some weird stuff going on in regards to underage people, under children, his mm-hmm. own children. Mm-hmm. Why is this obsession to be talking about these things publicly? Can you imagine, like, it's so much more goes on than what is publicly talked about. Mm-hmm. So I can only imagine if he felt enough courage and confidence to come to the public and talk about these things. Can you imagine what is actually happening in that household? It's terrifying. I don't, because I, I mean, we're only talking about like he's making this a pattern publicly. Right. Imagine what the pattern is privately. Mm. And that's a part of the reason why I'm just overwhelmed and frustrated with the whole thing. Child. It's like oh, every story, all yeah. the things that we, it's like story after story is just really, it, it, it's exacerbating me. Well, <laughs> in terms of, you know, rapist Harvey Weinstein got. Convicted of two counts today. Yep. And he was reprimanded to jail. Yeah. He tried to get out, but they said, nope, you and your little walker got to go to jail. They did acquit <laughs> him on the top charges, though. The ones that would have put him away basically forever. Yeah. They let him off of those. But they did give him uh, first degree criminal sexual assault and third, third degree, degree rape. rape. And he's facing up to 25 years. And he has a whole slew of charges here in Los Angeles mm. that he will now have to face. And that he is. ain't going nowhere fast. And so now it feels so good not to have to say allegedly. Right. Or alleged rapist or alleged this. He is a rapist. Convicted. A convicted rapist. And he is disgusting. Every time I see him, I can only imagine, uh, in addition to the violation you feel just because of someone violating your body, but him. Mm -hmm. He looks the most disgusting and slimy. And I cannot get, I wish I never had read it. I wish I never had now. read it. I gotta say it again. Oh my god, I'm taking my headphones off. <laughs> gotta say it again. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny, but it's a part of like when the woman was basically saying like he peed on her and it smelled like shit. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget it. <clears throat> okay. And then he looked like he had a vagina because the it was just so it was like so you know engulfed by fat and funk. <clears throat> I just hope that he goes to jail. And I hope that he spends his rest of his life there. And I hope that it's not a good experience. And I don't give a damn about him and that walker. 
He could be on a walker. <laughs> I don't care. They have to bring him into the courtroom and on stretcher. Okay. We he's gonna see it through. Okay. And now people can shut up about what about Harvey Weinstein? Well, Harvey Weinstein has been convicted. Yep. So now it's like, you know, everything that it would, you what know, else you, got? you know, trying to justify or or negate anything in regards to Bill Cosby and R. Kelly and any mm-hmm. of that now. Well, what else you got now? Because he is a convicted rapist and abuser. Yeah, and they all in jail. Okay. And I still still haven't gotten over the fact that damn Bill Cosby was tweeting from jail. <laughs> he was tweeting. Like, who gave you a phone? Who gave you a phone? I thought you couldn't see. Right. And then you tweeting like I I didn't know I didn't realize you could do that in jail. Like, what kind of jail is he in? That made me question the type of jail. He must be in a different type of jail than regular people. Probably, it gets extra visitation. And that's a part of the thing too. Everything that we used to know and and treasure has gone to shit. Mm-hmm. Bill Cosby was on the Cosby Show. Yeah, he was the one going around talking about pudding pops. Well, pudding 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 pops. I was like, I just remember those as a child. And now he's like a monster. He was he was out here literally drugging and raping women mm-hmm. for decades. For decades, and all these people protected him. It's just it's like, and you think about you and you all these people that you were like thinking about and supporting and looking up to. They have all literally gone to shit. To shit. I mean, that's how you know the world's upside down. The the Bill Cosby's show, the Cosby show, was showing the black family in such a positive light. It was a show that came along and really um, redefined how a lot of people saw themselves mm-hmm. and saw what was possible and other people saw us. And to have the situation happen where now the Cosby show is not aired anywhere because it's been pulled, you know, mm. off of all networks and syndication because of Bill Cosby. And to know that Bill Cosby, he's tweeting from jail, basically supporting another situation. You know what I mean? Like, it's mm-hmm. just, it's just... Hold on to your memories, because at this point, it's all you got. Right. Because reality has gone to shit. And then, you know, I see that Snoop Dogg, because it relates to that, because he was he was tweeting from jail oh, yeah, in support yeah. of <clears throat> Snoop going in on Gail, calling her a, a dog face something. Mm-hmm. And so he has apologized multiple times for that now at this point. And now he's going on Red Table Talk with Jada. And I saw a preview <laughs> of that. <laughs> Jada is now... I don't know. I don't... I don't even know. Jada's turning to Sally Jesse Raphael. <laughs> she really That's perfect. She absolutely has. She's turning to Sally Jesse Raphael. Anytime some shit goes down. She's gonna book it. Come to the table. And then it was... <laughs> the clip... <laughs> <laughs> the clip started off. It set me back because her hair was so. Uh-huh. I don't know what had happened. I don't either. It's like somebody had like went there and just like took their hands and said, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just played with it a little it bit and disheveled. made it was the disheveled look. <laughs> and it was blonde and it was giving me like a little, you know, punk rock type of moment. And then she was basically in the clip, she was saying that, you know, when you made those comments, it's so dramatic. When you made those comments, Snoop. It felt like you pulled back your fellowship from me, my mother, from Willow. I was like, what? He's talking about Gail and Oprah, (laughs) not you and Willow. If you don't go somewhere. It's so dramatic. Gail and Oprah. It's so dramatic. I know she has a table, but Gail and Oprah. Mm -hmm. I I started looking at them sad eye when they had Jordan Woods up there. (laughs) Quickly and multiple times. And then out of nowhere, months later, here we come with the lie detector. Right. Which I think was shot and at the same time. One question. Right. <laughs> and it was cut and edited down. 
Oh, Jesus. So anyway, Snoop is going to be up there and he's going to be talking about that because I do, two wrongs don't make a right. Correct. I think that Gail was, I, I think she was wrong. She was wrong in how she put it out there. And she was wrong with the follow-up questions she was asking Lisa Leslie. Mm-hmm. And she didn't give it context. Did that situation happen? It most certainly did. But was that the right venue to talk about it? No. Not at all. Not to a friend. I don't care what the situation is. No one's going to bring me, a, you know, even if somebody had a celebrity friend or whatever the case may be, and someone's going to bring that to me and ask me about something negative in regards to that celebrity friend, I'm not a real friend. Like, it, I'm just not the one. Yeah. That was in bad taste. It's like asking a family member about some stuff. Okay. It's like me asking, you know, somebody asked me about my daddy. I know my daddy won't shit. So, but, but, am, but am I the one to ask, you know, as the son? <laughs> he wasn't, I mean, he wasn't all the way not shit. I mean, he, he had some good points, but he had, a, he'd done a lot of stuff. Yeah. So do I want to sit down and do an interview with someone asking me about the stuff he did? Hell to, Hell the, to the north, because he was still my daddy. So, and for Lisa Leslie, um, Lisa Leslie, that was a good friend of hers. Mm-hmm. Because today, you know, when you were watching the memorial, they cut to her about 511,000 times. Yeah, it was her. And then they went to J-Lo a lot. And poor J-Lo, she was going through it. Like, she was just going, like, it was just, I was like, we, we, they, somebody might have to come get her, too, because she was going through it over there. I mean, people were just full-blown. It's like, it's crazy to see your celebrities and the people that you know and you and love. They always so pull together, and you see them just in there, and just whimpering and going through it. Just it was a lot. That's why I had to like jump in and jump out. Mm, yeah, I couldn't even do that. I was like, I, I'll see. I'll look for a little bit. You know, I saw. I was like, I saw because I didn't even see the beginning. Beginning. I saw that Beyonce. Mm. I said, that's Beyonce. Gotta see it. And I went in. I was like, oh no, it's getting too emotional. Gotta go. <laughs> that's what I did, and I never went back. And then I tried to play a clip of Vanessa. Then she got to a part of her speech. I was like, nope, not doing this today. Exit out. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. And that damn Jesse. That's where I was going. That damn Jesse Smollett. <sighs> so today he was, it was arraignment, right? Mm-hmm. He was arraigned and he pled not guilty to all the charges. And his attorneys filed a motion to dismiss. But that ain't happening. I'm just so tired. Like he just don't want to admit that he did anything wrong in association to this hoax. And this is what is drawing it out. Mm-hmm. If he had apologized, a lot, like apologized right in the beginning, it happened, it came out. The moment where those, you know when I would apologize is when they picked those two brothers up when they got off the airplane. And they went to court today too. They went to court today too? To support the process. Oh my goodness. They want him to tell the truth. And they're like, listen, we'll, we'll do whatever we need to. <laughs> I'm just like, if he had apologized then, he would already been on his rebound tour. He needed to apologize, do a little bit of community service. They could even put him on probation for a second and then go to rehab. Right. All that would have made it go away. This is not going to go away until he admits some sort of guilt. And everyone's talking about they're tired of seeing it, but he obviously is not tired of seeing it. Hello? Because if you were tired of seeing it, you would settle. You would, you would plea out. That's why they call it plea agreements. You would plea to something so this can really go away. And the thing is this, it's not double jeopardy because the first situation those charges were dismissed. Correct. So he was not tried for those charges. They were dismissed, so they could. there's no double jeopardy here whatsoever. And the only reason we got here is because right after those were dismissed, he got up, got up in front of a mic and proclaimed his innocence. Yep. 
And we still here. It's like we are still. And we have another month because he's not due back in court until March 18th. So and you'll, be, he, you'll be hearing about it again. And then I'm telling you, like, a whole year's worth of Google information. That's how you got to be really careful about the crimes you commit. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yes. Oh, Him and his manager, Frank Gaston, they get, oh, took a whole year of Google information. That's why I don't need to commit no crimes because, yeah. child, not your Google's, not my Google's, not like a, <laughs> not whole, your Google's. a whole year of it. <laughs> Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints! <laughs> it would be so like, oh, it would be too much. It would be a dickopedia. They would have to sort the dick pics. Maybe we should start using Bing. Nobody uses Bing. Nobody's Bing. <laughs> we have to go with the Bing. Bing. Nobody's gonna search Bing. I gotta put. I put my dings on Bing. Okay. <laughs> Basically, because it'd be a dickopedia. I have thought about that though. I could I could figure out like over the years, I think I have so many, I have a collection of dick pics that I think will rival, like it would just be like I need to like start putting names with the pics and then like I could I mean if it was a way to it's monetize archival. it, if it was a way to monetize it, I would do it. Oh I gotta God. figure out how to do it. Because it would that would be legendary. Oh Oh, what else? Where are we going to go now? Uh, Rihanna at the NAACP Image Awards, I thought was beautiful. Good. She's telling, basically saying that your friends need to pull up. Tell them to pull up. It's everybody else's problem yep. but yours. And we it's, a, it's our duty as a community and as if we want to make real change, pull up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pull up on her if she don't release that album. Okay. I'm I'm to that point. I'm at the point now where, like, I don't even care. I still care. I'm like, girl, give it to me when you give it to me. I'll just I I'll catch care. It. And that was Beyonce, but I care. Yeah. Like, I need I need it. I want it. And I'm tired of seeing her doing anything else. Me too. I don't care about your lingerie. <laughs> I don't care about your makeup. I, I really I don't care about your John Prophet that's helping other people. Oh, Jesus. I need for you to help me to this album. Help me figure out where I can listen to it. Please. And she looks beautiful. She looks great. She done broke up with her man. You have nothing but time, space, and opportunity to get this album together. And it's been years. For real. She has been like, it literally has been like, when the last album that she released? Anti was 2016? Jesus Christ. Yeah. <clears throat> Wendy Williams, a girl, she got a new man. Ish. <laughs> She's going through it. And that's like, I feel like the more I see her, the more uncomfortable I am even talking about her. Because she... We can move, we can move it right no, along. She really, like, she... You look at her face and those pictures, you can tell she's going through something deep. And that's the best you can do. You're going to debut these pictures with your new man, and that's the best your face can look. That's the best you can do. You are you are a, for all intents and purposes, a rich bitch, and you can't get no real hair and makeup to pull you together. Hmm. She can do like, you know how RuPaul does? RuPaul, he gets, gets the tape and the tape pulls mm-hmm. the face up and they put the wig on and like the tape is underneath the wig. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? RuPaul is pulled so much that he can barely move when he's on that panel. Right. He can only pivot from right to left. <laughs> and Wendy could have that same treatment. Pull it, like pull it up. Like everything was just, everything. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Everything is just wrong. Mm. And then maybe you should go somewhere and get some sleep. She looks like she needs to be sleep. The last place that Wendy Williams needs to be is in the club. I don't even want to be in the club at, at, at 38. 
I mean, in the club, she's in the club popping bottles, bitch. (laughs) 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 Wendy Williams is in the motherfucking club popping bottles. Well. If somebody's called, tell me right now, B, I got a bottle waiting for you at at whatever club. I'll be like, bitch, you got me fucked up. When I first moved to LA, yeah, like I was like, you know, I would be going out to places yeah. like Ledoux, getting my life up in Hollywood, and like just going, like because it, it was new to me. Mm. But after like ten years of doing that shit, you couldn't pay me. Well, you could pay me. You would have to. Pay you would me. have to pay me to be in there with that loud ass music and so much liquor that and I couldn't possibly drink it in one night. I think about some of them nights. I don't remember what I did. I don't remember <laughs> how I got home. It's a miracle that I'm still here today. Hello. Because when you have a whole big, multiple big bottles of liquor in front of you, and the music's loud, and you're bored, you we drink. drink them. I sure do. But I can't imagine, like, Wendy Williams at this point in her life, in the club. And who was the guy associated with? And he associated he's with... He's a jeweler. I don't know. He's, you know... Mm. He he looked, what happened to the doctor? He looked who, like he... disavowed their relationship <laughs> in the press. <laughs> what happened to him? Go back to him. And then somebody tried to come for me. Right. Because the doctor disavowed the relationship. Right. Because that person that said that's who they were dating. <laughs> and then... But I'm saying, but the guy that she's talking to now, he looked like he's going to steal her money. <laughs> he looks like a thief. I don't, I, don't, I don't know about him being a jeweler, but he looks like a thief. Damn. Because, I mean, be, be honest. Like, you got to think about it. No, you're right. What would be in it for him? I feel like we're doing, like, the, um, <laughs> that Diddy. You know that Diddy meme? Uh-huh. And that, where that guy's looking at him, and I'm looking at you. I'm like, what can I say that won't get me canceled? <laughs> That's why up. we need a camera, because <laughs> the, the, like, we got to, we got to soon got to start doing well, video, because well, this is funny. Well. I mean, but really, though, like, okay, you know. We're just going to leave it there. I'm serious. I just, I, there's nothing else I can say. Um, Amanda Bynes, we're going to talk about her. I don't know what's going on with Amanda Bynes. It's very Britney Spears-ish. And that's why they're both under conservatorship. Yeah. She's trying to have these moments of like, they want to rebel. She mm. says she was married, but then she turned around and said she's not married well, because her family won't let her get married. Right. Well, she's engaged. She's engaged, but they won't let her get married. Right. And then yeah. she got a tattoo, just recently got a tattoo under her eye. Ooh. Two tattoos on a different There's eyes. One above and one below. Wow. She's doing all these videos in this weird like motel. You see the little air conditioner in the background. It's it's very, very um somebody needs to pull the reins in again. Mm-hmm. Cause she was doing so well. And then she graduated and now like I don't know. That's why I tell you, I tell say all the time, like, it's so important to protect your sanity. Mm-hmm. And so real. people wonder why I do and don't do certain things, is because my sanity is involved. Same. I can't, you know, and I can't live anybody's life the way they would want me to be. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they're trying to, like, I got to live my life for myself. I can't let other people tell me what's best for me. And I think for a lot of these girls and celebrities in general, whether it's Britney Spears or Amanda Bynes, they have had other people pushing them to perform and to be and to give parts of themselves. And I really do believe that has affected their sanity mm-hmm. or at very least exacerbated Absolutely. It. And so that's what we're seeing. There's no coincidence that all these celebrities or a good number of celebrities are going through similar things. Mm -hmm. It's because the pressure of being a celebrity and, you know, trying to be what other people want you to be can drive you crazy. Yeah. And I I know that's not a word you are supposed to use, which is crazy, but can, can, can disturb your mental peace. There we go. It's a very nice way of putting that. Yeah. Cause you know, don't say crazy. Cause you know, nowadays you can't say shit. (laughs) 
I can't, I can't, I gotta remember, you know, because somebody, you mean you know what, B, you said crazy. on your show, you said crazy and that's not right. And not right. And I'm gonna go to your reviews and give you a one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what else do we want to talk about today? I mean, what, what, what? I saw that Justin Bieber uh-uh. was at Kanye's, that. was at Kanye's thing, um, singing. To sing a little song. You should find, find that clip if you can, because that's funny. Because he was in that singing, and it was so off. He's off right now. It's just something something wasn't right. One minute he has a mustache, and the next minute the mustache is gone. And then he's, you know, making comments about his wife's friends. Mm. Then he's talking about... Jesus. Apparently. Jesus. And then he ended up at Kanye's cult, and that's what it is. Um, and he was in there singing, you know, Marvin... Snaps, right? So his name is Marvin Saps. Marvin Saps. That's a snap. <laughs> Marvin Saps um, never would have made it. No, he didn't. He did. He was singing Marvin Saps never would have made it. And I just almost didn't make it through the soundbite. Okay. I couldn't even. And I think we have the clip now. I can see that you were the one I have to. made it through <laughs> uh, him trying to sing Never Would Have Made It which is one of my favorite gospel songs and I also you know just like we were talking about Justin Bieber is a part of that same he probably he is day by day it is showing more and more why he should be under conservatorship you know because I remember remember the day that I saw him at Earth Bar Mm-hmm. And I with that preacher man with the preacher and they were hugged up on each other and it was something weird I was like it's just, it's Justin Bieber gay well because I mean, because because what? I, no, I'm not saying he was, but I'm saying like yeah. I remember, I remember you were asking me that question because I was day. like, did I miss the memo? Like right. because it was not like a, a preacher, um, member mm. of the congregation type of situation. It was like a weird type of hugging and touching and stuff. And I was like, and I remember calling him like, should I take a picture? Should I try to get it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. Okay. Is there anything else? Let's see. On lovebiscot.com. I thought that's a good say what now that I saw recently. That was a sad one. Now. The man jumped out of an ambulance, got struck by a car, and killed on a California highway. That is oh. one of the things where you didn't you done jumped out of the pot into what is it? Jumped out of the pan into the pot. You know, at first I was like, what the fuck? But then I read he may have had some mental health issues, and I was like, okay, oh, okay. Well, that explains it. And then I saw this video, it was a random video. I was on my Twitter, minding my business. And I saw this video of this daredevil. So a daredevil, Mad Mike, killed in rocket launch on a mission to prove the Earth is flat. Well, who should have known? And when I tell you I clicked on that thing, <laughs> and you know, because I'm a clicker. Yeah. So I clicked on it, and in the first, like, 15 seconds, I mean, the first five seconds, you see the parachute fall off of the rocket. Oh, yeah. I said, no. I said, that can't be the parachute. No. And then all of a sudden, you see some a little black spot in the in the distance. Going down slow at first and then fast. Damn. And everybody said, oh, it was just. <laughs> <laughs> she 
Do I laugh at this? I mean, I am. <laughs> it's hard because. Oh. Why are you doing this? Number one, you don't even know. Number two, you're on a mission to prove the the world is flat. We're still on that. There are people out there that still think the world is flat. Mm. When we have went, when we have plane, you know the um, what do you call them? The things that fly up in the shuttles, the shuttles that fly into space, and they look back at the Earth, and it's round. <laughs> What the fuck do you think they're looking at? It's like the world, the earth is round. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh my God. But I knew it was all, it was nothing good going to happen when that little parachute flipped off. I said, damn it. I need to watch it. Damn it. Because I saw another man who has a little rocket thing and he rocketed up into the air and then he came down safely with the parachute. And that's how I thought it was going to go. Mm. And then when I saw that thing plop off, I said, oh, oh hell. No man, Pam. Oh hell no! And the thing is, they didn't even run over there where he was. I mean, at that point, they knew. Like, would you? They knew it was a wrap. I cannot. Okay, well, I guess we have covered all the topics today. We have. It's been a lot. You know, I just think that we just have to keep on keeping on. And I hope you love muffins out there. Keep on keeping on too, because I know you guys are you know facing you know challenges. And all type of things. And you're consuming the same type of information that we're consuming on a daily basis. And today was hard. And I hope that the podcast can make it better. Let's hope. Let's hope. A little giggle never hurt anybody. Thank you, Love Muffin, so much for listening. And of course, double kisses. Thank you so much for listening to The B. Scott Show. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Love B. Scott. And make sure you review the show on iTunes. And you can always find me on lovebscott.com. Thank you.